Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. I have a good friend of mine, Eugene Hammonds, here with me, and uh, we're going to have a, an interesting conversation. I cannot think of any time that I've ever sat down with Eugene and not had an interesting conversation. Uh, Eugene, I, I don't know if you want to tell us a little bit about yourself first um, and, and who you are, and I definitely want to share a little bit of the story from my side about how I first came to know you because you are partially responsible for bringing Kingdom Talks into existence. Oh, okay. Do you even, did you know that? Uh, I, I'll be interested in hearing <laughs> okay. your perspective. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Eugene Hammonds, that's my name. Um, I am just a free man, a free man in the kingdom of God. Uh, that's how I ca characterize myself. That's who I am. Um, yeah, it just uh, a brother, a brother in Christ is if you're going to call me something, that's that's what I go by. So, well, let me ask yeah. you this um, just again to get a little bit of your background, because I know uh, that people like to hear the stories of how, you know, people shift from being in the church box into the you know, living the ascended life or living the engaged life where you're engaged with Father, Son, Yeshua, the heavens and all the dynamics that go with that. Um, yeah. How did you make that shift and what what prompted it? And, you know, again, just looking for things that can help other people say, hey, I'm in that position. I can go. I can do what he did. I can get out of the box. Yeah, yeah, you know, so I was raised in church. Uh, I was raised in religion, traditional religion. My father was a minister as, from as early as I remember. And, um, you know, I was raised with memorizing scripture within a doctrinal context, you know, and um, learning to argue for a certain perspective, you know, and believing a certain way and know really um, the divided sort of belief system uh, in the in the kingdom of you know Christianity and Christendom you know as far as you know just just so many different ways to believe and coming up that way um, there just came a point where I knew what team I was on um, but coming to a certain age you know, I kind of wanted to get it for myself a little bit more. I wanted to know more beyond just what I had memorized. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had experienced a lot. I had experienced the supernatural, you know, in the church house. We believed in that. Um, I had encounter. I had, um, you know, a lot that followed me outside of, you know, even in, even in experiences of rebellion away from, church, you know, I, uh, having been raised in it, I did have an opportunity to go and see a little bit of the world. You know, I was in the Marine Corps for 11 years and, you know, and, and kind of saw the world a little, um, but, you know, it was a little bit of the supernatural experiences that, that did 
remind me that there was more to the world than what met the eye. Yeah, yeah. Brought me back to God. I know you're out there. I know there's more than what I just memorized. I know there's more than than what um, what was just handed to me or taught to me in a certain way. Yeah. And I didn't know more for myself. And so, you know, um, I went through a sort of deconstruction of my own when I started to learn about sort of the history of the Bible. Uh, I, I became really challenged in my beliefs when I started to study. Uh, it was really, it was a history channel documentary banned from the Bible where I started to learn about the Council of Nicaea and mm -hmm. uh, of uh, how the Bible was actually uh, created, uh, what what books were decided to be canonized as scripture, and and so that's challenging me. You mean the Bible didn't just drop out of heaven, and you know, and so I had to go back and and kind of reassess what you know what what are the origins of what I believe. Yeah, yeah, and um, it was a good time to reassess some things. And, um, you know, when, when things would get tough, I would really go back to my roots and, uh, I knew how to pray. I knew how to fast. I knew how to purge myself of, you know, things of the world and go back to my roots. And I would do that. Um, but I would get caught in these cycles, caught in these cycles where I just knew that it was just exhausting, you know, just the same, same old, same old. And by the time I'd, I had been so exhausted of doing the same thing um, again and again, um, even after I got out of the Marine Corps, I'd find my, I had found myself in, in a position um, in a church um, helping there, even a little more dedicated than before. Um, you know, in a place where I was a little more accountable um, in leadership to even, you know, to actually assist others and actually be an example and, you know, and to lead others in prayer and, lead and, and so forth, <clears throat> live by example in this way. And, you know, to even be that light at home and, and, you know, and to be accountable. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was sort of a time where I got really serious and there was a, it was a time I really dug deep and I had to ask God, really, who are you for real? You know, there's the tradition, there's the ritual, there's the interpretation, there's all these things that I can process through my mind um, through reading, through, you know, what people are handing me, you know, uh, but, but what's in this thing? What, what, <laughs> I've got to see you face to face. I've got to know, you know? Yeah. Um, and there was a lot of fear I had to break out of. Um, and it's that box. It's that box we talk about. It's having God in the box. You know, and how can God be in a box? You right. know, you talk about the Most High. You talk about, you know, uh, He who, you know, is all powerful, created all things. You know, what have you? And I noticed it was fear that kept me in this box. That's and, yeah, that's good. 
Yeah, it's good to realize that. <laughs> yeah. And really, what he led me to was a couple key principles. And it was, um, he would never give me a serpent if I asked for a fish. Yeah. He'd never give me a stone if I asked for bread. Yeah. That, uh, that an imperfect parent would intend good gifts for a child. So how, how, even how, so would a, you know, that perfect father be intending me good gifts. So I started to learn to trust that he was intending good things for me. Yeah. And, um, so I learned to trust, I learned to trust that he was guiding me wherever I was, no matter what, his intention was for me to prosper and not to harm me that wherever I was that there was a message somewhere. There was a message in that, in, in the storm, in the midst of you know, whatever church I was in, what was he saying? What was, wherever I was, there was a message. And I started to listen. I started to listen more and more. Revelation 14, just, or not revelation. I'm sorry. Romans 14 became the just the key that really lit the path for me to being led by the spirit and into the realm of opening my eyes to the spirit because what it opened me to was past the realm of what's wrong and right according to what men say is wrong and right you right. know, yeah. past just these lists of do's and don'ts, past, past these lists of good and bad, past the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, yeah. straight to the, the tree of life, straight to being led by the voice of the spirit, straight to being fathered by, you know, the, the father, yeah. to being fathered by his love, straight Amen. to be trusting him and straight to being able to rest in his intention for me to prosper and not harm me and um and just to start Amen. learning that you know what's profitable for me and what's not is going to come from an experience and to uh, come from really trusting and asking father is this is this for me or is this not you know and listening to him interacting with me through my conscience yeah and what's good for everybody for somebody else might not be good for me in a certain timing you know and and knowing that maybe maybe this church i'm at is is for me right now but then you know when maybe it's it's not for me at a certain time and so i was eventually led away from the church i was at out of sheer sheer exhaustion out of sheer exhaustion with the striving just to sum it up yeah <laughs> just out of sheer exhaustion from yeah. the strike because i would leave there and go hit my face at home until i had a breakthrough you know mm -hmm. i would leave there out of you know trying to connect with people and try to make sincere authentic fellowship and feel like i wasn't getting anywhere but then being led back to my own 
closet, being led back to my own living room, to my own music, to my own whatever it was. I'd have to go back and have my own service to find refreshment, you know. <laughs> so the father was taking me back in. He was taking me into this lesson of it's really not about what you're doing six to nine hours a week in a building somewhere. It's about what you're able to experience on a one-on-one -on -one basis day to day. Um, and it was just a lesson I needed to learn for a period of time there. Um, and you're hitting on so many key points, as, and I hope people are really listening to this because this is probably one of the best uh, testimonies as you're laying it out on the things that you experienced and what you went through to step over, you know, and step out of the box and step into the heavenlies because I, I just want to honor you for who you are. I mean, everybody and anybody who knows you just loves your authenticity and your depth of, you know, of character and, and just your insight into the things of God. It's like you're, you're um, a hidden jewel and you actually stay hidden quite a bit. So it took me a long time to get you on the show. <laughs> so I'm just honored that you've come on here, Eugene. I mean, I've, I think I've asked you for, for quite a while, you know, put it out there. And uh, I consider you a very good friend and just honored that you would come on here and, and share. Because again, you're, you're one of those hidden jewels that, um, you know, you don't you don't put yourself out there a lot. You stay pretty quiet, just doing what the Father's telling you to do, and uh, I just so honor that that you you can do that and just be blessed, um, you know, in your family and your work and and just you know you're you're the you're the person on the street that is that you know I don't know how much you get to share this with other people, but uh, uh, you know most people probably don't know how deep you really go and and uh, I, I'm just curious what would you say to that do you feel like you get to actually go deep with people on a regular basis or do you kind of just walk the walk and and let people think what they want to think um, I do let everybody think exactly what they want to think all the time and that's <clears throat> the beauty that's that's the best part you know, because that's all anyone's ever going to think is exactly what they think. I can't, you can't go inside of somebody and think for them. But the beauty is to allow people to think yeah. and allow people to feel and to enjoy that journey with them, you know. <laughs> um, the, so this, this is something I don't think I've shared much, but really part two uh, from what I've shared just now, and the reason why I've stayed so hidden, if you call that, call it that, is the transition away from the church, out of the box, really kind of, it, there, there was a tough season I went through, if you call it that, of what I call <laughs> my orphan season, you know, because I had to learn who my father was and I didn't really know because I'm coming from a religious mindset and I had a mediator between God and man that wasn't Jesus. It was yeah. systems, it was traditions, it was rituals, it was 
you that, know. that that is so so key and so so powerful keep going that's just so when those <laughs> idols were torn down there was a hole missing in my heart i wish i could say that there was an encounter that happened that uh you know that an angel showed up and told me his name and said here's everything you're gonna do but it didn't happen you know what happened was i had to walk every day you know seeking asking seeking and knocking and it, it was an amazing time i journaled a lot and maybe you know some of that i'll share over time you know but um you know what what happened was um i became an orphan in part of my brain just i i turned towards certain ministers that were feeding me and i thought that okay this ministry now this ministry is the one that i'm going to um the ministry would feed me legitimately uh it, it would speak right to my heart i knew the father was using that ministry i was being led to where i was fed and i, I would say you know go where you're led go where you're fed absolutely but it was too easy for me um coming from such a such a history of idolatry and religion to make an idol of this man you know and or this woman and to like you know grovel at the crumbs at their table and 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 make an idol of them you know and and blow up their in their their messenger on facebook <laughs> oh my goodness for hours just telling them my <laughs> and just you know and they had wisdom not to respond to me you know and i would just lay it all out there and in my heart i'm like man i know i'm i know i'm anointed i know i have a calling on my life i know that you know i know this because i know how powerfully the father's moving in my life i know i am finally being led by the spirit you know i know i'm being delivered from things i know that you know there was a mighty move uh there's healing and restoration happening i mean there's signs and wonders happening i mean you know i I was a little bit of a miracle chaser at the time and miracles were happening, you know what I mean? And, and things like that. And, um, you know, and, and that's the kind of thing I like to share and I like to confirm and, you know, in this realm of, of manifestation and, uh, uh, there was this sort of a man pleasing that I was still tied to. And so I recognized that and that was something that needed to break. And so it's something that I really needed to tread lightly around and know that, you know, call no man father, for you have one father in heaven, you know, and and Jesus said that, you know, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, there's been some good fruit on calling my father in heaven father, you know, and calling my brother's brother, you mm -hmm. know. And and I love how Paul, you know, he said, Hey, you're gonna have apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers, you know, just out of the overflow of the gift of what it is in time and space and linear time, things are going to manifest that benefit you, right? You know, and in out of the body, there's going to be things that are, that are uh, benefiting you. And that, that's a celebration. That's a celebration yeah, of benefit. Yeah. Time. You know, nothing to despise in time. You're going to have people who teach you and benefit you and all these things. But, you know, it, it, it took me a little bit of maturity, patience to learn to not idolize people. So I had to, you know, take some time 
but you know, I, I just wanted to mention that uh, I recognize that in a lot of people around a lot of ministries, and it it touches my heart um, when people tend to really grovel towards men. Um, and um, you know, if I could encourage anybody, really go to the Father first, yeah. you, and then out of the overflow, you know, celebrate our brothers celebrate our brothers you know but know that you are the epicenter of everything that the father is doing you know thing that jesus has done you are foremost why he did it you know if if anything you are number one you are number one you know if this if this is for anybody it's for that one person listening you know what i mean you are the number one person jesus died for you know you are the number one that person that the father saw from the foundation of the world you know that you are the epicenter of his love and you know you have one father in heaven you know what i mean you can just rest in that you know eugene this is going to sound kind of silly but i feel like you know you're the the guru that sits at the top of the mountain and if people are willing to take the time and climb the mountain to sit with you not worship you but to sit and just listen to the words of wisdom that come out of you that that alone could direct them into a path that they need to be on and again it's not trying to grovel after anybody or anything but it's just you're you've got you carry in you a wisdom that uh, I just think is is powerful. I uh, and I'll say it now on on the show, and and we'll we'll see uh, how many people respond to this. But just that I you know I kind of wonder if someday Eugene, you might have a show. You know we're developing some other uh, channels here on Kingdom Talks, where we're going to have different people doing stuff, and um, for you to just come on and share some of your thoughts and some of your thoughts I know go really 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 deep I mean we've had some deep conversations before and um, I just you know it's not for the average person that isn't really seeking after God if they're seeking after God and really open to learn you've got some deep deep stuff and I just really really appreciate you well I'd like to as far as the guru thing I'd like to give away (laughs) I think would be the secret to that for anybody who's, you know, even close to that being true, uh, regard, you know, if, if there's anything worth pointing anybody to, it's side by side with them, you yeah. know, you know, it's not, it's not up towards me. It's, you know, it's side by side with them pointing them you know, and it's not really out there. It's really in, in here. <laughs> you, know, and, uh, you know, it's not really in here. It's in there. You know, it's in you. Yeah. It's so good. It so, so good. Well, um, I'm going to share real briefly here on how you were effective in um, getting Kingdom Talks started. And like you said, you probably really aren't, aren't um, connecting the dots maybe, but the fact is, you know, Dean and I last, well, no, I was going to say last year. It's several years ago, a couple of few years ago anyway. I don't even know how long ago it's been, but, you know, we were just doing our thing at Kingdom Equipping Center. <clears throat> and I remember you came on Facebook, I think, because we were, you know, we were just 
we had phones. We were using phones, and we were going live on Facebook with our phones. <laughs> That's how far back it was. And uh, you caught on to some of those somehow, somewhere, and you started uh, messaging me about you know who we were. And I know, and we had talked about getting together at one point, but Dean and I were leaving on a trip, so it didn't happen. Came back, didn't hear from you for a while, and then you said something again, and um, and. Somewhere in all that time, you know Michael Basham, who is a host on Fringe Radio Network, and you had said something to him about us being in the in the in the Sacramento area. Would you say that again? Oh, Spirit Force, yeah, yeah, Spirit yeah. Force, Michael Basham, yeah, with Michael Basham. <laughs> and so anyway, he then messages me and says, uh, "Would like you to be on the show." We were just did a show with um, Natalie Morris. Do you know who she is? I've heard the name. Yes. Okay. So we just did a show with her. She was the first person we ever heard because Dan Duvall was interviewing her and we and uh, our kids heard her on the Fringe Radio Network. And this was a few months before. And then you come in and then Michael texts me and says he'd like me to be on the Fringe Radio Network. And I sent something back to him saying, you think we're that radical? <laughs> And then he said, I have it on good sources that you are. And the only person he could have been talking about was you. <laughs> and uh, I just find that interesting how small of a world that we live in and how all these dots get connected. That had you not connected us to Michael Besham, who when we did the show with him finally, he said, you guys ought to do a show of your own. And so I just kind of played with it. And we just had our one year anniversary. So I just, um, uh, you know, replayed the very first show I ever did where I interviewed Kelsey Arsenault. And uh, you know who Kelsey is, right? Yeah. So that was the first show I ever did was with her. And again, I think I did it on my phone, sitting on my desk, and just did a live thing with her at her place. And um, uh, that was the first show. And it was because you said something to Michael Michael got us on the show. Michael said we ought to have a show, and this is where we're at today. So it's only fitting that you would be oh, on no. here. I mean, this is only like a week after our one-year anniversary. It's only fitting that you should be on here because it was, uh, you could kind of say it was because of you <laughs> that this even got started. Well, what a pleasure. It's yeah. been great. It's been great walking. Oh, what a what a hall of heroes it's it's been I've seen on this show wow <laughs> well all I can I say is it was you know all I can say is it was meant to be and that it was the father's plan because I would have never saw myself doing shows like this never would have thought of it never had a desire to but we had by that time been learning to step into the heavens and engage with our perfected selves and to sit on our throne and from that place, knowing who we are, not scratching, fighting, striving, trying to figure out who we are, but just sitting in that place and rest, knowing who we are and letting the, the laws of attraction that the Father's put into the universe, that he would then have those things that he designed me for begin to come to me. And I believe this is true for anybody and everybody if they want to experience it, but that they would sit there in the place of rest and the things that God has created you for Everything you need, all the resources and everything you need will begin to come to you. But it's comes it comes from a place of rest. Now, you can go out and make all kinds of things happen. You know, he's given you that ability to go out and make all kinds of things happen.
but you will not be the most fulfilled until you learn to do it from a place of rest where Father brings to you everything that you need and you just begin to operate in what he's given to you out of that place of rest. It is so fascinating, so cool. So, Hey there, thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. So I thank you for for starting that, being the uh, being the one listening to the Father and uh, you know sharing that and you know being obedient. I just love that. So Eugene, what would be the message that if you and you do you have you have time now to tell the entire world? What would be the message that you feel like Father Yahweh has put on your heart right now that that you would like to share with? Anybody and everybody that would be willing to listen. Oh, boy. Well, there is peace. There is rest outside of the box. Hmm. You know, if you feel fear of the unknown, don't. Don't. (laughs) Trust. Trust that there is peace that there is i mean you know it's it's not always a walk in the park but that's life everything's gonna be okay i mean if that if that could be the if that could be the heading you know his grace is perfectly sufficient to supply for all your needs all the time you're gonna be okay you know you're gonna be okay you know He's the most high, the most high, you know, just get your heart wrapped around that. Yeah. That's really, that's really what we've got to rest in. And if I could just speak from testimony, you know, that's, that's all I can really do. Um, Just sort of a personal revelation to share. Just when Jesus says to baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Um, just when I read that scripture, what really blesses me about that is the immersion, that word baptism. Mm-hmm. I, I read that immersion, and I read not just a ritual dipping in water, but but to take a, to, to be able to immerse someone in the reality of the Father that I, that I know. To be able to immerse to immerse someone in the reality of sonship that I know, and to be able to immerse someone in the reality of the spirit that I know, that's all I could do, you know, and that's what I want to carry. And so that's what I want to encourage anybody to do is to get to know the reality you live in of the Father, get to know the reality of the sonship identity, the the, the identity that you have 
as a son and get to know what the spirit is within you and who, who what, what what is the spirit that's in you entwined one with the father you know what is this ruach spirit what is this breath that was breathed into you what is this you know just meditating on these things and asking about these things this is what's changed me this is what really this is what's changed me and it's been that's what it's been over years that's what it's been over years. Uh, I feel like that's what's just kind of dropped in me right now. Is like that's really what it's been. That the the substance of the reality of the kingdom. What is the reality? Going back to Romans 14, the kingdom of the God of the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So righteousness, peace, and joy is available to you in the spirit of god in the most high in the shelter of the most high entwined in his spirit within you in the ruach in the breath within you and it and, and that's not dependent necessarily on the tradition that you're that you've walked already or that you may have time to walk out in the future tomorrow's not promised but right now in this moment, right now in this breath, right now in the spirit within you, the kingdom exists. And all of the righteousness, all of the peace, all of the joy you'll ever need is there. And so that's totally free, totally yours now. <laughs> And what a gift it is to discover traditions and things that are holy and pure, you know, and, 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 and everything that there is in time and space, in linear time and space. But right now, there is a wholeness in the spirit, you know, it, it, it just that's what I, you know, it, it's all in Christ. It's all in the anointing. You are full, just as anointed as Jesus is and was. As he is, so are you in this world now. Just as he ever is, was, or is to come. And how does that look? How is that going? How, does, how is that looking? It looks like, in time space, it looks like fruition. But in spirit, it's wholeness. It is. In spirit, it's whole right now. In spirit, it is whole right now. And resting in that. So that seems like a lot, but to back it all out, to back it all out, it's just rest in Christ. Rest. Know it. Believe it. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, man, if anybody's struggling with peace, that they they just need to play this video you know lay down go to bed put the earplugs in if they have to and just listen to this listen to you share just <laughs> while they're going to sleep and just let the peace let the truth let it just yeah. soak in and just be the the peace that father is meant for you to have all the days of your life it's always been there it is just a matter of stepping in and receiving it it's there yeah um so 
let, let me ask you a question because this has been something we've been really kind of focused on at Kingdom Equipping Center, and it's just it's a big part of our immersion retreats. Um, because immersion. this part here, what was that? Immersion. I, I knew that sounded familiar. You've been doing <laughs> well. Just to back up a little bit, when you were saying, you know, uh, baptizing in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, it's so funny because I have been contemplating that probably the last six months. Just that. You know, the immersion is not, you know, the water doesn't necessarily change something. And exactly what you said is what I've been thinking. It's like, no, the immersion is to be immersed, you know, completely immersed in the Father, the Holy Spirit, in Yeshua, to be immersed in them and just really uh, uh, soak them up, you know, every drop. And in order to soak them up, you really have to be at rest. And, you know, that's what you're talking about is be at rest and be, you know, let the immersion of the Holy Spirit, the Father and the Son take its place in you. They've got so much they want to do in you. They got so much they want to do for you. And it will be so much better than anything that you could ever do for yourself. Yeah. But to just rest in that. And I just love the way you, you share that. It's so powerful. So here's my question. Do you love yourself? Yes. Tell us about that. Yes. I love myself. Um, myself, uh, everything that's expressing here in time and space, uh, molecularly genetically uh in every way shape and form uh in in time and space um, all this genetic material uh you know yeah this is kind of fun one time i had an open vision for what it's worth okay i woke up and i in the middle of the night so you know it was in that half waking state so whether awake or asleep, I do not know. And, uh, and I looked out over my bed and I saw what appeared to be um, like a, a blueprint floating across my room. And I had this knowing that it was my life, my entire life. And it was um, from the beginning to what what I can assume was the end, but it was all everything that would ever happen. And it was represented in peaks and valleys. Hmm. And um, it was really interesting because in the moment I knew everything, I knew everything that had ever happened in the peaks and valleys was, you know, what you can conceive as positive or negative, you know, like mistakes or good times or bad times or whatever. And then even in the future, there was the potential for peaks and valleys. But in the moment of observing this, all I could feel was this massive gratitude. And I was, all I could feel was, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. That's all I could say. And my heart was just throbbing with gratitude for this fact that everything that I saw was totally held together by the father mm. no matter what everything no matter what every peak every valley all the substance of it 
was all made by him. No matter where I could go, that's where he would be. You know what I mean? And yeah. so that was everything I was made of, everyone I'd ever encounter, everything I could ever ever do. Um, he would be there. And if there was a navigation system and I was in the deepest depths I could ever be, that navigation would, might say, make a U-turn when possible. But he would be there when I got there, at the depths. He would. <laughs> and all I could feel was gratitude. And so, yes, absolutely, you know, um, I feel like that's just, you know, just an illustration that anybody can sort of see that that's true for all of us. Yeah. That's true for all of us, like the father loves us at that level that we're totally made in his image in that way that there's no part of us that's not made of him there's no part of us that's not made of him yeah and he does not despise himself he is not in any way taken aback by him what he sees in the mirror you know and what he sees in the future and what he sees in the past. I mean, he is not an insecure, most high, all-knowing God. He's most high. He's all-knowing. And he is not insecure, no matter how you can conceive of, like, no matter how you, you might conceive of that in a lacking way. You know? Yeah. He's all, you know, he's not insecure. And so, yeah. So, so yes, Absolutely you know we have reason to accept ourselves the way he does amen into that and you know i wouldn't i wouldn't feel safe asking just anybody on the show that question because uh i think a lot of people would say well absolutely yes but a lot of it's head knowledge it's like yeah i know i'm supposed to love myself but they really don't have it in their heart they really haven't completely accepted who they are in in in, in their heart and uh, but with you, I I'm confident because I know you that you do accept yourself, you know, and that does not mean that in any way, shape or form that we've all got it all together. But it's receiving the fact that I am who I am. Somebody yeah. else said that, but I am who I am. And the father made me who I am. Now, am I carrying some baggage that he would like me to let go of? Probably. But I am who I am because he created me this way. And at my core, there is a beautiful, beautiful person that is absolutely wonderful in every single way. And I'm just I'm just waiting to let more and more of it out. You know, I'm realizing that I really do love what's inside. And I can't wait for the rest of it to come out and the more, you know, the rest of the baggage to be lost and just the, the true me to come out because I know he has made me wonderfully. And he's made you wonderfully. And he's made everybody listening wonderfully. And the thing is, it doesn't matter what you think about yourself. The fact is, you are wonderful. <laughs> and you can't get away from it because God made you. And yeah. God doesn't make junk. And you know, you've heard that so many times before. But the truth is, you are absolutely 100% wonderful and lovable. And uh, the, the faster we can get to that place where we can truly say, I love myself. I love what God has done in me and through me. I love everything about myself. I'm going to get rid of some of the baggage, but I love everything about myself. I love where I'm at. 
And because even in the worst position, you are still perfectly positioned. And the reason I know you're perfectly positioned is because God doesn't make any mistakes and he's either working something into you or he's working something out of you and he's got you where you're at now because he knows that's what you need right now. Even if it was your own decisions that got you there in the first place. <laughs> you, you're not fooling God. You're not tricking him. He's not freaking out wondering, oh man, you know, so-and-so got themselves into that mess. I don't know what I'm going to do to get him out of it. Never happens. Father knows exactly where you're at, where you're headed. And he's, he, he knows that he's keeping you perf perfectly positioned to learn what you need to learn so that you can uh, let the real you come out. And yeah. the sooner we can just rest in that, yeah. the sooner we can just be at peace with who we are. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Something that's been great recently has been the patience with yourself. Patience with myself in the process of discovering what triggers are, you know, trigger, there, there's so many little habits you have just from just the way you're raised in a culture, the, the way you're raised in a, in a society, you know, and whether it be, you know, there's so many influences on the way we respond to things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm reminded you have the mind of Christ, you know, um, I love brother uh, Sean Bowles. I don't know if you're familiar with mm -hmm. him, but he talks about how um, he mentioned how neurons that fire together, wire together. You know, if you have the mind of Christ, you know, those, how about those neurons firing together and wiring together, you know? And so, you know, stay focused on his mind or, or get, get aligned to his mind in that way. And I love the tools. Um, yeah. There's so many tools. There's so many ways to just, just rest, just focus on what is what is his mind. And then ask, breathe, slow down. But you know, patience with the triggers. Patience, yeah. knowing that okay, hold on, this isn't the end of the road. You know, it's not like the the house of cards is falling down. Yeah. Let's let's look through this real quick and or take our time with it and and see okay where are we coming from where are we going and and um, let's build some endurance responding properly. Yeah. Because yeah. everything's building the endurance, you know, building the endurance to bear the fruit, That's building good. the endurance the fruit you want that you're supposed to bear, and it seemed like it came from a culture of rebuking things all the time and soon as one day i realized that <clears throat> is is disapproving and you don't really get that far if all you do is disapprove what's wrong you have to build endurance choosing what's right you know <laughs> you can't just go around rebuking everything that's wrong you've got to choose what's right <laughs> process and so, yeah, like, yeah, it's just, yeah, so it, it's been, it's been interesting. I, I noticed you mentioned triggers last Sunday, um, right? Sunday night. And that, that was, uh, that right, resonated right. with me. Like, that's been something. Everybody's got them. We do. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, 
I just I'm I'm excited because Father has brought me so far that um, you know I could have been in the past I could have been triggered and down the road 10, 10 15 miles before I ever realized I got triggered way back here. Now mm -hmm. I for the most part I can sense when I'm about to be triggered and if I can become aware of it a little faster, you know, just a little sooner, I can I can let it go. It's like don't need to go there. I don't, I don't, you know, it's okay. It's good. I don't need that. Um, and that's been phenomenal just to get to that place because, you know, you didn't know me before we, you know, we started moving and walking and all this. Um, but, I, you know, I think people have heard enough stories that um, I'm definitely not the same guy today that I was four or five, six years ago. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> God's really done, you know, fantastic work in me. And the work has really been, you know, a lot of it's been me letting go of trying to do all these things myself. You know, it's and the endurance is is oftentimes in the letting go and being able to let go for uh, a, a season in order to let God do his work and healing in us. So that is, that is a phrase that I use quite a bit. Just let go of it. Just let it go. You know, you're holding on to something that it, and it's not doing you any good. Let it go. Just stop. Just quit. Let it go. You know, you don't need to go down that road. Um, we get so many things tied into our identity that we, we, we hold on to. It and it's like, it's part of who I am. I'm not going to let that doctrine go. It's, and it's like, oh, well, wait a minute. Why, why so stressed over something that comes out of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You know, that's just knowledge. Knowledge can be wrong. I can tell you right now, I know I'm wrong in lots of areas. I don't know what I'm wrong about, but I just know I'm wrong because I'm not right in everything. <laughs> you know, and if somebody can't say that, mm, I'd be a little, little leery, you know. <laughs> you know, if they think they know it all, well, yes. there's one big mistake right there. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. 1 Corinthians 1 and 2. I read that. I, that's just for somebody as far as like thinking that you have to know it all. Like logic, reason, epistemology, uh, uh, just the, the rules of skepticism and, and just faith does not stand against reason. It just doesn't. You cannot Think your way through it. You just can't. Like, I mean, there's subjective sort of reasoning you can do based on feelings and stuff, but you cannot, like, you cannot reason your way through. You, you can't prove things with evidence. Right. You no, know? you cannot prove things of faith through evidence. And there's been some recent. Things the Father's really been kind of leading me through, um, just kind of showing that to me, showing me the way certain people operate with just, that's all they care about is what they can see with evidence. And if you come into their world of evidence-based, material-based thinking, you are not going to get anywhere. You will not get anywhere. And it, it's, a, it's a place that, um, you know, it'll remind you that if you go back to first corinthians one and and uh and two it was just so refreshing after probably a few weeks of 
watching these people, listening to these people deal with a reason-based epistemology, uh, you know, just their, their, their thinking that is against faith entirely. Man, if you know that the things of God are, are just of faith, of spirit, if you have them in your heart, if you know of them personally, if you trust that they're made available to you in that way, like go to those chapters and be refreshed. You know, if you have any, if you're struggling in your mind for evidence, be refreshed and know that it's not about what you can prove with your hands, with your, with, with you, with what you can build, with what you can see. It's not about that. It's about the spirit. It's about the heart. That's what it's about. Amen. You know, I'm sorry, say that again, the last part. Refreshing to, to let go of everything you're trying to contrive and struggle to manifest physically. And that it's really the king, my kingdom is not of this world, Jesus. Is. Yeah. The, the the thing that I've I've always said and it, you know came to this conclusion in my my twenties when I thought I knew everything, but the one thing I did come to the conclusion was that um, you know there is no proof for anything. You can pile up lots of evidence which should should suggest towards something, but there's really not a lot of evidence for anything because when you get down to the molecular structure of, uh, you know, the fact that you and I sitting here talking together, uh, you know, our material bodies really aren't ma as material as we think. And if all the space was taken out, we'd be about the size of a pinhead, you know? So it's just, everything is not the way it seems. It's not necessarily provable. And so for me to come to the place where I finally accepted and was able to get my heart and mind to switch to the idea that there is no, I can't prove that there's a God. I can't prove that there's a hell. I can't prove that there's a heaven. I can't prove any of that. But I have chosen to believe that the spiritual realm is much more real and, there's, and it goes on for in, infinity and um, using Buzz Lightyear, infinity and beyond, <laughs> that, uh, that you know, I've chosen to accept that and to believe that. I've chosen to believe it. And honestly, we all choose what we're going to believe. And right. it's like, why would you want to choose to be miserable? Why would you want to choose not to love yourself? Why would you want to choose to believe that, you know, there's, there's so many things that we are believing that when we think about it, we need to unchoose those things because they don't do us any good right. and you know everybody talks about well i want to i want to know the truth well be careful of that because truth can then um supersede love if you're not careful and you can then be walking under the tree of knowledge of good and evil placing your knowledge above everybody else's knowledge and 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 dividing over that fact rather than walking in the tree of life and love and relationship where that supersedes the knowledge and you choose to walk with people even though you don't agree with them. And we might as well do that. Otherwise, you're going to be walking alone because you there's nobody on the planet that you're going to be 100% in agreement with on everything. So it's just taking some of these ideas, these, you know, 
you, you know, when you take them to the extreme, where do, where do you end up? Well, if you believe that you have the truth and that you need to know the truth and that, you know, then you will be walking alone because somebody else's truth is going to be different than what you think is truth. There is only one truth and he is the man, Yeshua. And that's about relationship. Jesus said very clearly that, you know, you can do all these wonderful signs and miracles and you can have all knowledge and be a symbol and, a you know, a gong and, you know, you can do all those things. But if you don't have love and if you don't have intimacy with him, it ends up with a big fat zero. So really need to like, which tree do I want to live under? Let's live under the tree of life where there's love and a relationship and uh, let, let everything else, you know, be held loosely because the fact is, again, none of us know 100%, you know, the exact truth. And if anybody has ever been in the position of, um, you know, where I was, where I was a pastor in a conservative denomination, where I was convinced when I was younger that I did have all the truth and that I was right on everything. And then to come to find out, hmm, I'm not right on everything. And a lot of this stuff I thought was so true, I now know is not true. Hold it all loosely and place relationship above everything else. Relationship and love. God is love. He's not knowledge. He's love. <laughs> he has knowledge and he will give you all the knowledge that you want, but he wants to give it to you in relationship, not outside of it. So anyway, that was my little soapbox. <laughs> Eugene, uh, we're, we're pretty much out of time for the, for the one, one hour here. But, um, I just, I do want to just say again, how much I really, really appreciate you. Uh, I honor you and I bless you and your family, your wife and your kid. Um, uh, just, you are such an honorable person and, and, and somebody that I would encourage people to get to meet, but I also, you know, I can just see how you walk in what you walk in. You are who you are. And you are free to be free. And um, it's just, I really honor that where, where, you know, you can't be, you can't be put into a corner, you know, and it's not like you fight to stay out of the corner. It's just, you can't be put in a corner. It's like, you know, the, the people trying to corner Jesus and throw him off the cliffs. It's like, he didn't have to fight. He just said, oh, no, thank you. I'm, I'm walking out of here. See you guys later. <laughs> That you just carry that, and um, I really hope people appreciate how much you bring to the body of Christ. Even though you're kind of quiet, you carry so much that when you speak, I I, I really hope that people listen because it's a lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom there. Well, I I want to express openness to fellowship with everyone, uh, my wife and I. So you know, um, you can find us hanging around. Ecclesia Rising, right? That's the name of the group. That, yeah, the name of the group. Uh, Ultimate Impact, absolutely. It's been a great uh, program, absolutely so. Just a plug for that because, you know, I, I have enjoyed that a lot. That has been excellent. And uh, I think that's a, a great program. Um, any of those groups that are opening up, um, uh, I, I'll probably jump in on an online one uh, here again shortly. So if anybody wants to get on one in particular and, and fellowship with me, I don't know if that's something that anybody wants to do in particular. Hey, that Eugene guy, let's get on an ultimate impact. That would be cool. Let's let's get to know each other. That so, would be cool. 
would be cool. Uh, and I'm not quite sure what's happening with the sound, but we're going to go ahead and end this section, and I'm going to see if I can do a little tweaks with the, um, uh, the, the stuff here. And then for those of you uh, who are uh, with us as members, we just want to say we appreciate each and every one of you and your support. If you would like to see the behind-the-scenes sections, I encourage you to uh, go to our membership uh, uh, button on the website at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Click on that, and uh, we are looking for, uh, you know, anyway, you get an opportunity there to support the ministry, and hope that you'll you'll think about that, ask the Father about it, and join us there, and then you get access also to the behind-the-scenes sections, which, Eugene, do you have a few more minutes to, to go, uh, maybe, okay, so I'll, we'll go ahead and end this section, we just say bye to everyone, bless everyone, we love you, love yourself, it's important. And uh, be kind to yourself. <laughs> All right, Eugene, thank you so much. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at kingdomtalksmedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life and keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.